I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. Reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Yeah. Actually, do I? What do I want to record? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello everybody. This is the reason the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week. <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> 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 all right, look. All right, all right. Let's just blast into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. You want to hear? What? What? No, wasn't that right? Okay. Damn. What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> They they've got. Um, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a gym box, which is basically fries. like chicken chicken like kebab, but with like just the chicken pieces and just bare salad. Yes. Yeah. Give me another box then. A donut. Yeah. A donut. Which, one. which box is that? It's called, it's called a gym box, but it's basically just chicken meat. There's a chicken meat or a donut meat, but with, with and just salad. just right, just salad. Gym box. Ah, I've seen it. I've seen but it. exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Gym box. There's two. There's two options for it. Is it just chicken or mixed beef and chicken? Oh, so I was gonna. Oh, give me the mixed beef and chicken one. Okay. Give me the mixed beef and chicken. Last words, please. Mixed beef. I just want beef by itself. Just beef yeah, on it's yeah, might want to pick like some more rare tunes or like something a bit different to what he's got in his crate but for me i'm literally doing a full memory jog of like all right what are the most impactful tunes to you yeah. what are your most memorable like from scratch most weeks you know what's crazy is that like i'm searching for in the morning but this is why i like youtube music whereby it all download the actual video. So if someone uploaded a video, it yeah. plays it from there, but you can't actually find the actual song song. And that's why I was like, a lot of these mixtapes, man, if, he, if, they, if these artists just release them, you know, like a yeah. ghost album or something in, in between and whatnot, like, um, what do you call them books where they're not full books, but they're kind of like in between. Uh, We're talking about like no, but for albums they do um like EPs. EPs. Yeah. EPs. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, the thing with Breezy, more than anything, is just 
we heard like so many different beats. I know a couple of beats were quite similar and it was in his pocket. But if you actually think about the array of beats, like there was a country western vibe, there's like the slower jams, there's like that uptent skippy ones, there's like the minimalist beats. He murders everything he goes on. And this is why like sometimes I put, I put up a poll one time saying, oh, like who's got the better catalogue of tunes? Like Drake or Wheezy? And like, if no, sorry, if you've done a 20 for 20, like a versus, who would win? And everyone was said, oh, Drake, Drake. But I was like, if you really go through what this guy has done and his catalogue, not just hits, but just like lyrical excellence, I'm taking Weezy all here. Damn! You know, that's my first um, pod experience, by the way. That was interesting. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now we're actually, well, we're about to pod pod. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was quite a good idea when, um, when Aline came up with it because it was like, You've got something else to just kind of, it's short, it's sweet. Mm. You've got something else to give people that's like, we can promo that. It yeah. can turn into its own thing. Yeah. You know, further down the line, God willing, if it gets like really kind of popular, yeah. Yeah. we can then even monetize it, whatever. And I, I need to listen to the, your One Hit Wonders because I've, I've missed that one. But that oh. sounded good. <laughs> Some of the One Hit Wonders are crazy. The summertime good. classics one was, was yeah, one where I was, was like, top. Oh, the shit. summertime classics. But you, but, but you stayed in one lane though. That was interesting. You only stayed in like the garage lane, really. Yeah. You didn't really push some Serious? of the other things. Yeah. yeah. I need to listen. What what number was that one? What episode? That was that was not last week, like, the week before. Yeah, two okay, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. The thing about that is like straight off when I think about summer, bro, it's like I'm th- I'm only thinking about garage tunes. But it's when Aleem started playing and he touched on like the bashment. And then I was just like, ah, hold on. We need to do this again. So but wait, then, wait, wait, wait. So, so no summer near childhood moments or anything like that? Oh, bro, summer, when I think straight away, when I think, okay, in terms of, um, this is what I think, this is the time frame I think, I bring you flowers in the pouring rain. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah, those yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of like, when Garage was happy before it got dark and turned into grime, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was kind of airy fairy pop garage yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, very yeah, summary yeah. for me but then once i kind of like realized that hold on you're missing a, you're missing a trick here because he pulled out like um what was the tune the bashment tune he pulled out then i started thinking old school bashment like not some of this new school stuff where it's yeah, just all okay dagger this dagger that before when it was like everyone was having a fun time out in the sun blah blah then i started thinking some hip-hop tunes and then i realized now nah, this is too wide we need to do this again but each time we stipulate a lane yeah, okay. You know I, mean? I get you. Even we ain't even touched '90s R and B. Yeah. So like, when See, we touch that, I was thinking of '90s hip hop and rap. So I was thinking uh, like Tupac, like I get around. You know the the, the oh, bass summer okay. tunes. Yeah. Uh, Snoop the oh my goodness. So Aline dropped um, Dre. Um, I right, no spoilers. I'm gonna listen to it. Alright, okay, cool. I'm gonna yeah. listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna but catch it's interesting up. how I'm like catch up. see in modern times now. Nah, there is not, there's very little songs where I'm listening to them and I'm just like, yeah, this is, this describes summers for me. Like, it's always throwbacks. And I'm just like, why ain't nobody making some happy girl? Throwbacks lucky? or remixes. Like this. Drake's um, remix of that Garage tune, I forgot what. Um, uh, do you mind? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course that blew up here. Mm. But that was like a throwback to the original tune, right? To that right? original tune, yeah, yeah. But that's all they've been doing is just remixes, remixes, remixes. Yeah. And you're just like, mmm. Do you know what's the crazy thing? In hip-hop, 
as bad as obviously that's, that's the basis of the, the music you know like dub hip hop and everything yeah. but you know what's really bad for it bro dance music in terms of taking a sample of an old tune and then just giving it a new okay. different upbeat it's just 100%. like bro your dance music producers need to start making tu- new tunes please house just what House, house, yeah. house, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please but, make new songs. <laughs> I tell you what, though. So I'm a house guy. Mm. A lot of the house do try. To the point where, but I'm listening to some tunes. Yeah. And when I hear the real tune, I'll be like, I swear. Ah, okay. okay. Even the real tune is sick. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like you really paid homage to the tune as well mm. and did it your way. Yeah. So, mm. um,. Oh, what's that one tune where I heard the original, but Doja Cat did a remix, but she only remixed the first part. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now, I, I, I know the tune you're talking about because I saw... Um, I saw someone... Streets. It, it, yeah, it took off on TikTok or something. And That's people, the one. People were talking yeah. about it. Yeah. When you yeah. hear the original, you're like, oh, right. And then the way the, the beat switched up... Mm. In terms of house music, right? Because I'm, I'm, I don't know much about house, mm-hmm. but in terms of the same with any other type of music, you've got your old school tunes that everyone seems mm-hmm. to kind of gravitate towards, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what era is 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 your bag for house? Nineties, nineties, nineties. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Nineties house music. Obviously, you had Europe switching it up, and that's where electric dance music, EDM, came in. Yeah. You had your tunes in the noughties, mm. but in the teens, there weren't really much. It's just, you had some good tunes, but they were kind of like throwback to the 90s house music, the hardcore uh-huh. house. And then you got your late 80s as well, to be fair. Okay. You've been talking about house, deep house music as well. So it's very, very much underground, etc. Um scene is underground because if you deep it house music was all about the dancing you know mm. the whole like you had to square in the middle and people will dance off and all that type of stuff yeah you don't get that anymore where mm. the clubs now is like how many people can fit in the club owners want to make money etc yeah. so that was it that was it it's underground but for me growing up we could talk about it in a pod to be fair but living in Bermondsey, very mm. white area, etc. Yeah. It was some tunes that you heard, like EDM. Wasn't really me, but this slow IB for tunes were sick. And that's what oh. I, I kind of like. And then I learned about house music. Right. And that where, if you think about Oranges and house music, the black influence into house music as well in the yeah. early 90s, that resonated with me. And the fact that it was not that popular over here as well, so it was hard to get the tunes. Yeah. Like Lean was alluding to with LimeWire, you have to be <laughs> downloading MP3. LimeWire days, Jesus. Jesus, Napster, yeah. everything back in the day. It a long way, man. Like brother, it's <laughs> brother. And these times you're doing it on, on 56K, someone yeah. phones the house, you're, you're done. <laughs> Exactly. And it, it, it came to a point whereby I could only do my coursework or my homework to house music because that was the oh. one thing that would shelter the noise and the rest of my life away. You get me? Like the Walkman record it on the tape. Boom. That's yeah. it. 90 okay. minutes. I'm locked in. Serious? Yeah, bruh. Was like, it like some really like minimal house? That's yeah, no lyrics. 
No lyrics. No lyrics. Because, like... yeah, because lyrics kind of... Oh, if there is lyrics, it's talking, not singing. Ah, right. So you know okay. when you got house groups where they're just talking about... Well, mm. I have one shoe where... Let me see if I can play something where... Like talking like like how Faithless does it. Where like... Oh yeah. boy, just... Yeah, Boom. yeah, okay, yeah. I get it. Something like that. Whereby it's not singing where it's distracting. It's just talking. Yeah. But okay. it's like how you listen to a pod and you do a work or you do like... Like how you can do anything by listening to the pod. It's not yeah. a distraction. It's weird, but ah. that's how my brain works. Okay. But, yeah. I think for, in terms of like studying, concentrating... Concentration music for me... Uh, Straight up, like orchestra, like big orchestra sounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm talking like the things that would distract a lot of people, yep. like big crashing cymbals yep. and all this, yeah, like yeah. big drum, all that kind of thing. That's the stuff that actually gets Works my brain well. to like mm-hmm. zero in. Works so, for me as well. But yeah, I've never yeah, tried yeah. studying to house music, like yeah. proper house. It has music. to be deep house. Mm, okay, that's that's the vibe. Deep yeah. house. There's a yeah. word for the type of sounds that you're describing, by the way. Overture. Yes, ah, music yes, that plays yes, in the background, yeah. but it doesn't have anything defined. Well, it has very little defining features that takes yeah. over your brain's concentration. Correct. Ah, okay. Yeah. Mad. So ah. when your brain is working on something else, it's not interfering with that part of the brain that's yeah. um, yeah. making you concentrate. I do that. I do that for reading. So sometimes when I'm on the train, I'll play. I play that, or I play like sounds like waves, or um, what else do I listen to? There's like sometimes like desert and winds and stuff like that. So it's just like it, it's like a noise blocker yeah. that just like kind of keeps you in the white zone. White noise. That's yeah, it. white noise yeah. stuff. It's, that's actually what it's called. It's called white noise on yeah. um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like it's really good to just kind of like keep you tuned in to where you need to kind of be. And I get it. But like, yeah, I'm like you, like the classical stuff. i got a classical playlist that gets slapped on every now and then. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this means when you hear classical, leave me alone. Like, you know I've got something to really focus on and actually it does kind of get you through a lot of work and keeps you in, like, a really good working zone. You know, it's funny, actually. Um, a lot of movie soundtracks. I literally got a playlist of just movie soundtracks. Same. Okay. Hans Zimmer, hands down. Oh, yeah, my he's Hans Zimmer. Levels. Howard Shaw. John Williams. Levels. Levels. Come on. That is, it sounds like that needs to be a clash, a five for five. A five for five. five. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. You know that would be sick. So what, what are all your thoughts on, like, in terms of the, the origins of house, house music? Yeah. And then at a certain stage here in the UK, we now had what I disagree with how people termed it as UK funky house. So when that came around, I was just like, a lot of this sounds so away from house, that why even use the word house? Why not just call it funky. something? Well, it did. Eventually, it just started being called UK, UK funky. funky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's like um, House and Garage. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And it started just being called UK Garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because the masses just saw it as anything with... This, 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 anything this, that was between 125 and 135 BPM. That's it. Was yeah. considered house music. Yeah. It wasn't overtly um, dance music. Correct. It was seen as house yeah. music. To the masses. To the masses. So, yeah, I just don't worry about it, man. So were you... I know, so, I know where it's gone. So were you... A, I'll find it. Were you a fan of UK Funky House? Yeah, that, I was. was. Everyone was. I we're was. all the same age. Funky... No, no, we're all the same age. So Funky was massive here. So mm-hmm. if you think about it, so I'm loving Deep House music, but it's not that popular. Okay. Funky comes yeah, in. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, I know. Deep yeah, yeah, yeah. But Deep House is big up north. North, yeah, yeah. North, 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 North England, England. North um, Scotland, and yeah, it's big. 
in Europe as well, uh, especially yeah. Berlin, massive in mm-hmm. Berlin. Yeah. But with Funky was in my area, London, mm. massive. So that's it's when I can like, that's music that I enjoy. Yeah. My people enjoy. Mm. Now I can go and actually. Didn't know, it derive from step. like, didn't Funky Health have a strong element of like African music? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like drums. native, native. So African in terms drums. of like, yeah, like yeah. tribe, that kind of tribal sound yeah, with the drums. Mm-hmm. But it's always interesting. Whenever I ask this question, <clears throat> yourselves as Londoners, right? Mm. This is what was going on at the time when UK Funky was really slapping. Right, My introduction to it was, we've done him on five for five. Danae, no, 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 straight away, I was just like, oh my God, what, what is this? But up here, it was all the deep house starting yeah, to gain yeah, traction yeah, yeah. and like a lot of places you go out that that's what's dominating deep house deep house deep so, house yep. then they cottoned on and they were like do you know what okay there is deep house and that's fine but then the funk the uk funky tracks that were coming out yeah. were i mean we're talking um egypt in the morning yeah you know and the wide appeal of these songs like people were just like why are we still behind the cure and the cause then apple came out with like the seagull london's been there for ages mr Mr. bean that's an old rhythm yeah yeah i know they just Mm -hmm. moved there you know what's crazy for me because in london it's 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 an interesting point because there was like a funky house takeover Mm -hmm. to the point where like it kind of took over what was my like party drum with them was garage Mm -hmm. garage kind of started to become like 10-15 10-15 minutes and they had like DJs coming in just to do funky so you'll have like two rooms hip-hop R&B bashment and then you have like a little funky room yeah. that would just be funky and there wasn't that many tunes but it was just the same songs over and over again yeah. then it got bigger and bigger and bigger before you knew it you had funky raves yeah. like that was just taken over like shout out to my boy Seth his name used to be DJ Funky and Seth because he used to like really push that now he's Seth Combo like internationally known yeah. everywhere like <laughs> Yeah, 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 hundred. That's like my boy, yeah. boy. Oh, okay, my boy, boy. Went school together. Yeah. Like, still moved today. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy when you see that, like, what it, what it was to what it's become now. Mm. But initially, I was really against it. Cause I was like, "What do you mean? You're bringing these tunes, and you're forgetting about my garage? Nah, nah, nah. Run me my garage, man. But then actually, <laughs> it got so undeniable that you had you had to accept it. You had to. You accept had to. It. The movement was yeah. So what Funky did was Garage did as well. Actually, he reached out to the wider masses of just the black community. Mm-hmm. The other thing that pushed it, which is underrated, was Napa. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where if you think about it, before Napa, there wasn't Ibiza for the urban community. Precisely. Yeah, that's true. Malia as well. Malia as well jumped on it. Zante. Zante. It was just a case of like, Ibiza was just EDM. Mm. 100% EDM. Yeah. So when they were like, yeah, we we want some of this money as well. And then some of the DJs flew out, did their, I think Garage kicked it off. And then obviously Funky was in there. Brother. It was, I remember going to Napa when, what was that? 1920. Mad. Oh, for real? Yeah, that was my first... For a second there, I thought you meant the year 1920. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What was popping up in the year old Napa? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had to go to war on them thing there. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was... He was in the tower of the local watering hole. 
tavern thick is still hilarious. <laughs> I cannot go over that. It's, that all, the co- so it's, it's all the cocoa butter, man. That's yeah. like, it'll make me look but young. Do you know what's crazy about, like, when, when you think how big, in terms of the, these holiday islands and this was the dominant sound out there, it's just like, I never thought it would happen. Mm. Because I'm, I'm an outsider. Like, for yourselves, you're in it. Mm-hmm. Where UK funky is now becoming what it's becoming, yeah. and you're seeing it start, you're seeing it. I got introduced to it at a further stage mm. where it was now somewhat established, mm. and then it's like, oh, this is the new sound coming out of London. Oh, yeah. take it in. And yeah. By that time, the the major players has established themselves. Yeah. It wasn't like a, a tussle for who's who in yeah. funky. It was like, no, these are the real big tunes, blah blah. Yeah. But unfortunately, that got tarnished because some of the first tunes that came out was. Dare I say it? And you know what? It, it it did a lot. It was it was a big tune, but one of the first first tunes that was really ringing out up here was Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes. That's mm. true. I mean, oh, yeah. And then all the yeah. that was like that was like that, that was like the the iconic yeah funky house quote yeah. unquote tune. Mm. Um, but then when you reach back in the catalog, it was like oh shit, this has been going on for a while. There goes Male- Maleka. There goes um, Fish Go Deep. Yes. There goes Crazy yeah. Cousins. Do you know what I mean? Apple. And all the remixes. Apple. Apple as well, yeah. yeah. Blood. The Leo, obviously. But what I think you got to remember is like, <clears throat> within every genre, there needs to be like an access route into it. So yep. something like something like Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes allows lots of people to go into it. It's not what we think it's going to be, but it's going to be that. We've seen it with like kind of, um, in other things like Grime, yep. where like someone like, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tiny. Rap. Yeah. yeah, Tiny went out oh, there, changed different things. Because you, like, it's like this, this oh, this is okay now. Mm-hmm. Now, then you then you allow yourself to go and dig a bit deeper and you see what the actual origins of it. It's a shame that it couldn't go the other way where like the bad tunes that we like bust and then that stuff kind of comes. But then what would happen then is if that stuff happened, a lot of the flowery stuff wouldn't even take place because yeah. we wouldn't it wouldn't be accepted. But you have to kind of know how these genres have to develop and grow. And what's great about London, like the UK, is you're seeing so many of these genres do it. So we've seen it with Garage now, we've seen it with Grime, yep. we've seen it with Funky, Drill's doing it as well. Yep. Like, um, um, yeah, Dubstep, like, um, and Mappiano. And Mappiano. That, like, look, look what that's, that's doing current. now. That's, that's what that's current. doing now. And there's going to be something next. So Mappiano again. Access route. Mm. Um, Sims is from Zim. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. always had that foot in the Mappiano mm-hmm. vibe. Um, me, on the other hand, I'm living up here and I've got, like, access to it via a certain man in London, yourself, like, other DJs, Seth and all the rest of it. So I'm hearing it and I'm waiting for the moment where I can drop it in a rave and I get a response mm. in Edinburgh yeah. or even just in Scotland or north of Birmingham. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where the Afrocentric um, diversity is a little, le- a little more thin up here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, but now I think we're getting to a stage, like, I reckon Tipsy on a Sunday... Like that will be the place where we're where we're gonna be allowed to play maybe 10, 15 minutes here and there. So and then build just to break them there. in, just to break, break them in. in. Yeah, just break mm-hmm. them in. And then when they see the vibe and the certain man like man like Odie, yeah, he will put the dance to it and be moving around like from SA. He's from South Africa, so he, yeah. he will know what to do with it. And he's the party starter vibes guy, so he will be moving around and he'll get people involved in it. And then you'll start seeing the trend. And then what will happen? I predict is in about a year and a bit, mm. all the house DJs from up here will be like, I'm a piano, I'm a yeah, piano. I'm doing yeah. house of my piano, I'm a piano techno and all the yeah. rest of it. And they'll do their own little spin-offs from it. But I reckon that's how it's going to go Don't you here. think the lifespan and the reach of a lot of these new genres is not as much as it was with Funkhouse? Like you mentioned Drill. 
Mm. You mentioned grime. It's kind of like dubstep. Didn't mm. last long. No, it didn't. Yeah, like it didn't two, last long. Years, man. Didn't last yeah. long. However long, however long. Um, Grime's still alive, though. Grime's still alive. Oh, yeah. But it's always been, and I think a lot of the allure is the fact that it's underground, right? Because it's ours. 100%. It's alive here. Yeah. Like, here's, a, here's an interesting point that somebody made. How long would it survive in another country? True. Like, Australia's doing it. Or Australia's doing drill, but they did dabble in grime. But I'm yeah, trying to find out how long a UK genre, a UK-based genre would last in another country. Another country. That's lifespan. Over yeah. here, we're allowed to run it and have it in the back burner for a while and then bring it and then let it resurface. Yeah. But like, like, for instance, if I go to Australia, am I going to hear Australian grime artists? Like, really putting numbers up. Mm. I've heard Australian Yeah, I drill. get what you mean. So even See to the mean? point where they, they start to foster their own people that their do it. Version, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like, yeah, look, yeah at like, look at like football. Winning at home is one thing. Winning away means mm. a bit more, isn't it? Mm. So it's like, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. kind of principle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's ours as well. So it's like, yeah. it's indigenous to us. So we're like, we've got a, it will always be in our playlist because it belongs to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I will never stop eating jerk chicken, mutton and rice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even though I'm in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? But like, mm. It's one of them. That's kind of why that certain drummers like Jungle was sick because Jungle yeah. got exported. Drum and bass got exported. Yeah, nicely. Mm-hmm. Garage got exported. A hundred. You know? From Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. And it's still big. Like, I remember going to Toronto a couple years back and hearing some Garage tunes. Mm. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's a classic. Garage Nation still goes on today. Funnily yeah. enough. Drake, from one of his earliest mixtapes, he references Artful Dodger and Shola Amma. Ski. And he was like, this was when he, before he left to go work with Young Money and that. Like, this is, and that's how you know Garage had a massive impact. This brother, albeit Drake's the massive, biggest superstar right now, but back then, like 05, 06, in his mixtapes, he was referencing Shola yeah. Arma and Arthur Dodger. At the same yeah. time, Drake is the biggest beg. So oh at that God. time, but, but no, he was no, no, no. probably doing all the research. You say that, you say that. I get that though, but the fact that, the fact that, like, that he was able to find that okay yeah. before YouTube was doing a massive. Mm. No, YouTube no, no, but you massive. say that, but there's a lot of UK experts in Canada. That's true. So the UK music is big. And don't forget, Canada, the Queen is the head of state of that country as well. So the Commonwealth. You know what, yeah? She's Coco the Beige brother, Drake. Like (laughs) proper I've got the biggest love-hate relationship with this guy, innit? Like, because I acknowledge I I acknowledge what he does. I don't get I don't think I don't like everyone takes it to be like the greatest rapper ever, all that stuff. That that to me is like a very offensive point. I'm not gonna lie to it. But I do have to I do have to rate his diligence. Man digs deep and call him a culture coach or whatever, but he does actually go and he will go down to the roots. Like he'll he'll go, he'll get into the mud. Even if it does mean it looks like it's a bit like clout chasing, but, it, he is actually going down God, to the to, And he's willing to fail this, as well. This, yeah. This is what I'm saying. Clout chasing for me is surface level appreciation. This brother was talking about Sneakbo. Yeah. When Sneakbo had before even touch a button, do you know what mm. I mean? When yeah. Sneakbo was still just a guy bubbling in the ends, mm. do you know what I mean? And he came to a, he came to do an interview um, in the UK and he said, yeah, but in, and was it? I think it was Semtex. I was like, yeah. Mm. So who from the UK do you fuck with? Man says straight at the gate. I like this brother from um, South London. His name's Sneakbo, and I'm like, blood. Like yeah. not many people outside of London 
yeah. know who Sneakbo is. Mm. So the fact that you've done enough research to find this brother. Let me show you the wave. I like enough research to find this brother. Yeah. Bare people didn't. Like, look at what Diddy did. Mm. He before he worked before he did the um hello, good, good morning, morning tune yeah. with um Skepton that he actually tweeted who were the hottest artists in the UK. He just tweeted it. Yeah. Everyone was telling him, and then Skepton became a common name that everyone was responding. That was the length of his research. Yeah. Yeah. Drake actually yeah, hit yeah, YouTube, yeah. hit the blogs, and was chatting to man. Chatting to certain DJs like Semtex, your 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 um your Tim he shows up. And, he shows and he up. does his due. He shows and he, up. And he, like you said, he does his due diligence. So when people call him a culture vulture, I'm like, not really. He's more of a researcher. Mm. Yeah. You can't fault a man. He, he, how much of a culture vulture is somebody? He's actually you know does it is. He's strategic because he makes sure that he does enough to make it look authentic. Like he does or, go or but or no, does he sorry, sorry, do sorry, sorry. So you know what you're right. I'm not giving him enough thing because I've got a I've got a really weird issue with this guy. Like I I kind of want to praise him, but there's just something that annoys me about him. But no, nah, to be fair, like he does. No, nah, you know what? It's not. Like, no, 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 listen. No, 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 listen. No, because you know, Drake, I, I get your biggest. Yeah. Your, what you're getting at here because I, there's bits of him that irk me. Yeah. He went. He came on one of these freestyles. Um, can't remember, but at that point it was like, remember your Drake. Please, I know this is going to be for a UK audience. He came on and he had the flow and he was using the slang of a yeah. London rapper. Yeah. Okay. That's the point. What? What? You know what? That's the point. That's like, I'm defending Drake. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just doing devil's advocate, right? But no, you're doing Drake fan. No, 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 no. But listen, 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 listen. listen. You're doing Drake lover. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <listen>. Lover, lover. <laughs> <laughs> no, but deeper. So somebody else said to me, he's like, oh, why does Drake sound the way he does? Why does he try and like, we see when he tries to sound like one of the man then, he, he, he just sounds off. And I'm like, do you know anything about Toronto? Do you know anything about the massive West Indian influence that they have? Yeah, the same massive. influence that we have. I'm, just, I'm speaking to a certain man from Scotland. Do you know what the word Wagwan actually means and where it comes from? Oh, it's from London. No, it's fucking not. It's from Jamaica. Yeah. Specifically Jamaica. Yeah. Not, even, not Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. not Barbados, specifically Jamaica. Why? Car Windrush. Yeah. Yeah. So when you understand that history and then you see it being duplicated at the same time of the same era in Canada, you understand why a man who is in his 30s in Drake, like Drake, who grew up in Toronto, who grew up around Jamaican people, would speak like that. Mm -hmm. It makes all the sense in the world. My thing is this. People like to don't know the history enough to be like, oh, why is he sounding like this? I'm like, I get it. I've mm -hmm. understood it. I understand it. You don't understand it because you don't know the history or whatever. But it's, okay. it's all mad. All, one, all, one also, also to throw in, just mm -hmm. one point as well, just also to throw in as well is that sometimes you have to, to be the great, yeah. you have to be willing to fail. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he came in and did his thing. He may not have sounded on point, yeah. but he tried. He ain't afraid. That's what True. creates the greats, bro. No, no, he ain't failed. In my opinion, he ain't failed. He may not have been as authentic as, you know, other people thought he should have been when he did his um, grime stuff, etc. But, yeah. bro, he threw out there. He threw out He there. gave limelight to the genre. Mm. And don't forget, he's brought a lot of them man in to his albums as well, bro. This is a key point. A lot of people can come over here and... Pick what they need yeah. for whatever UK following they need. Yeah. And then when it comes time for your big Billboard yeah. album in the States, yeah. you're forgetting all these guys who you're bigging up yeah. from the UK. Yeah, he's not done that. Same time though. Yeah. One thing I will say 
is I, I appreciate your point as well about how, you know, Jamaican influence and everything in Canada, how they speak, right? And you can hear it. You know mm-hmm. that you can hear it. But when I heard this, and I, I will play this. <laughs> Good thing man when pulling up phones. Yeah. It's crazy because it kind of shows versatility, but it also just shows. Because you know what? I'll give you an example, yeah? So, like, you know the game? He gets he gets quite a lot of flack for like being name a bit dropping. of a chameleon, a chameleon and name dropping. He does. He does. Two he does things. Both. Now, to me, I like game a lot. This is where I feel like I'm being slightly unfair because I'll see game do a chameleon flow and be like, oh, he wrecked it. I'll see Drake do it and I'll be like, look at this brother. So actually, I should be a bit more consistent. But I, I think that to me is a little bit too far because we were watching that. Um, what was we watching last night? That rap challenge thing. Rap game. Yes, we was watching a rap game and, oh I was, and there was this one guy. <laughs> was it bad? What? Just, oh, the dude who switched it to American. Yeah! <laughs> Bro, so random, like. Uh, like, we were sitting there. I was watching it as well. The, the brother said, oh, you look like a 50 cent knockoff or whatever. And the man just saw that as a cue to just start popping locking. But, like, but like, hold on, but like what Nave said. Nave said, if he then like, spat the bar saying, da, 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 I, like, I spat that to show you that I'm like 50 because 50 is American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Man's just like, no, I did the American he thing did because. The whole... And you've got Krepton Conan standing there like. Laughing. Brother, what are you doing? <laughs> like. He did the whole 16 in American accent. And it wasn't even a good... Smart. And then and he had said, a dance as well. A, a jammer was there. He was like, I don't even know what state that was from. <laughs> <laughs> jammer's hilarious. Jammer's hilarious. It's just crazy, like, just how, how that happens. But you guys spoke about an earlier point as well. Like, when it comes to music, music over here is really crazy because it has to pop off in, like, in like London and then it kind of infiltrates through. It's very, very rare that, like, certain music pops off in another area and then it's allowed in. Whereas when you look at America, because they've got so many different states, if you conquer a state, it's essentially it's sometimes good. it's even it's like, sometimes it's, like, it's even bigger than conquering the UK. hundred. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, yeah. like, it's not the, the, like what the, the average state is double the size of the UK. Yeah. So like look at yeah. if you bang yeah. if you bang in Texas, yeah. That's the that's the UK four yeah. times over. Yeah, if you bang in, you bang in, bro. You could be the biggest artist in Atlanta, in Alaska. You are banging. Yeah, you also be the as well, in Atlanta, in New York State. Mm. There's more that. money music in the states mm. well, yeah, compared that's to over a here as well. Massive industry, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like when it bangs, it bangs. You know, you're talking about um, roses. So if we talk about um, Titchy and these tunes, the way they're getting rinsed in the states. Mm. Like, even, I think, was it? What FIFA game was playing this, um, was the front of this tune? It was playing out. I'm talking about those endorsements. Mm. Bro, as soon as you kill it, you can just be a one-hit one in the States. You're clear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at, look at, mm. all right, this is more of a global one-hit wonder, but look at um, Charmillionaire. Yeah. yeah. Rolling. Yeah. That's the one song that I know of that guy. Clear that and he man. went clear with it, so clear that he said, I'm going to take this money and invest it because I don't even need to rap no more. And he did. And he did. And now he's caught side in the All-Star, NBA All-Star games. Yeah. Year in, year out. Yeah. Those tickets go for fucking quarter mil, a seat. Yeah. Light work. It's mad. It's mad what it takes to make you bust. It doesn't have to be much like, but you've got people that have like started tens or 12 businesses. You've got people that have like done something like, and then one guy, a rapper, will just do a hook or a verse, and if it goes clear, it goes clear. Like it's it's real crazy, and like some of it is skill. Don't get me wrong, 
but there's a big element of luck attached to oh, it. Oh, 100%. Like, like just, it just takes that one thing. And again, then how you mark it and how you spin it yeah, yeah, is yeah. the actual kind of like skill but, attached to but it. That's but that's what I was going to say. Like, um, but then isn't the definition of luck was when preparation, preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. Like, if, you're, if, you've done, if you've done enough prior to that opportunity mm. and the two just align... Mm. It's light work. It's, mm. it's it's gonna it's gonna happen for you. Yeah, and no, I hear you. And recognizing that luck as well. Exactly. Some yeah. people don't recognize it, don't see the opportunity uh, when it arrives. So yeah, it's it's definitely one. But hold tight, Drake's still in it. Nah, Drake's cold. You right? Yeah. Oh, it came already. Yeah. I, listen, I'm I, like, you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Like, if I go through like my my tunes, I've got bare of his tunes. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really like as much of his recent music. Um, what's you see, you, what's it you don't like? I just don't like the singing stuff. I don't really? like. I don't. Yeah, I'm not really into his singing stuff. I, well, I, like, like, I like Drake the rapper. I like Controller. I'm not in it. I'm gonna say. Really. So, I'm gonna say something really. controversial. No, it's not really controversial mm. amongst us, but probably to the wider masses. But Lil Wayne has done more work than Drake. That's not controversial. Yeah, that's no, that's facts. facts. That's yeah. facts. That's but right. he's just he's more, he's just more he's been underground. Been longer. Even Drake will tell you that. He's, he's just more underground game. and he doesn't do the social and the girls just love Drake off. He's, uh, he, no, here's, here's a take. Drake is a pop star. Here's Drake, a, yeah. Drake is yeah. now a pop star. All right, here's, here's a take here. If you do 20v20 for tracks, Lil Wayne spins Drake. Refine that to five for five. Who do you think's taking that? Five, five best. Five best songs. Five best Wheezy songs versus five best Drizzy songs. For me and my ear, it's Wheezy. But that's that's the ear that I like. And I like, but the thing I, is... Do you know what's funny? I feel that's a generational thing, though. Ask somebody maybe, who's like 10 years younger maybe, than us, probably say Drake True, time. but what the, I think the thing with Drake is, Drake is like, he's clocked so many games. And like, as a, like you said, as, a, as, a, as an artist, as a star, mm. that's cool. But when I go back into who do I think raps better, whose flows better, who, who spazzes on a track more so... Yeah. That will always be wheezy for me. Like, don't get me wrong. If you say to me who's who's got the biggest hits, I can never thingy. To be fair, you're really looking at putting Drake up against someone like Jay-Z. Beyonce, Be- like yeah. for for a or hit. Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, like genuinely, that's that's yeah. what you're looking to do. Like, if you're looking at like hits, commercial stuff, numbers on the board, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Licking that's re- that's really where he is. Now, Nicki's not on that level. No. Rihanna, okay. no, she's no, not. She's not. Nikki, oh, right. yeah, Nikki, okay. Beyonce, like Nikki's not there. Beyonce, Rihanna. You're looking at like. Drake, Michael Jackson, Bieber, couple Chris of Brown, tunes. Chris yeah, Brown. like that's the kind of yeah. way, that's what you're looking at him, isn't it? And he spins a lot of those guys sure, yeah. in terms of numbers. He's worked with all of them as well. Do you see what I'm saying? If I then they're sit a, down- They're in their own winner circle. If I then sit down and look at kind of verses and I look at kind of like some of the stuff that's happening and I look at like his best rap tunes versus and Weezy's best rap tunes, okay, yeah, Weezy yeah. beats him. Weezy yeah, beats him. You're right, you're right. I, I agree with you. I agree with that. Lots but of I'm people won't. Like, I, I, I just won't. feel like, no, but I think it's uh, genuinely because I think it's in a generational thing because we grew up watching Weezy. Like what we said, mm. he came out like early 2000s. Yeah. So he's been in the game for, as far as our, as far as our age is concerned, he's been in the game for two decades, two Longer. thirds of our life. Yeah. Drake's only really been a, been doing, making big moves for the last 10. Remember, he came out in the 90s. So you got the 90s. Then you got the zit, then you got the noughties, you got the tens, and I remember we're we're twenty twenty one now. So yeah. Weezy's career actually touches four decades. 
Touches four decades. Over yeah, like the span. end, the end of one, yeah, strong, yeah, yeah. strong across mm-hmm. two, strong. and then like he's obviously touched this one now. Like, and obviously what he's done at the beginning and the end is light touch, but his actual releasing music goes across four decades. And to be honest, and to be honest with you, this argument's quite moot because even Drake will say no, Weezy spins me. Yeah, without, you, without Weezy, there yeah. would be no Drake. No, no. Or, or yeah. without Weezy, there would be no Drake as he is today. Yeah, hundred. Yeah. That's the bottom line. But young know, money, young money, cash money, mm-hmm. that is the, that is for a lot of people the beginning of Drake. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, of course. But I think a lot of what goes to Drake's success as well is the way he's able to gain the social media as well. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely in terms of like not just when we talk about rap, right? And rappers, yeah, or musicians, singers, everything. There's an added element. In our time, you blew off whatever tunes you made and the record labels put it out. People went out, bought CDs, etc. Yeah. Now there's so many different elements to it where Drake is in these places that matter now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like online, social media, like he's in those conversations. Yeah. If you're talking about current events for the culture, what's happening in the culture? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. involved in Drake. Yeah. What's he done? Yeah. He's yeah. not dropped a tune. One of the five topics. Yeah, yeah. but he's done something relevant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of these, like... <laughs> nice, he's clocked it. And that's, and that's why you have to kind of... I rate the businessman in him. I rate, like, his acumen. I rate all of that stuff. I rate my man's bathtub. Have you seen that bathtub? <laughs> What's that thing made of again? Bloody... Marble. Black marble. Ah. They had to take out the side of his crib to an air crane. Yeah. This is one piece of yeah. blood clip marble. Jeez. And it's carved out. Bro, if I had that, the way... Mm, you know what's worrying and concerning I'll, about I'll invite, that, right? I'd invite girl, I'll invite be, be inviting people to come and bathe in my house. Like, come, you want a bath? No, but that, you know what's good about that? It's a very I'll distinct. Bath, bath, bath. It's a very distinct bathtub, and I like that about a lot of things in his house. Because yeah, imagine, yeah. right? Nice, you, everyone is fair game to Drake, right? Yeah. If all of a sudden your babes has a photo in a camera roll of some black little thing that looks like it's marble nice. in the corner, yo, <laughs> you just know it's just probably at Drake's house. Listen, Do you know what I mean? What was the name of that girl that had a that Drake phoned up and be like, oh, oh and he, and he, yeah, oh, and the boyfriend they had a fiance. Yes, yeah. She had a fiance. Drake flew her and the fiance out, come chill with him. He was gonna sign her, all the rest of it. Yeah. He basically sent my man, like with some of his like hosts and was yeah, shake, take my man out, show him the town or whatever. Me and such and such are gonna work in the studio. Uh-huh. Come back from wherever, flipping. Two weeks later, my man puts out a post talking about, oh, we're no longer together, da 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 oh. Blood, Mr. Steal Your Girl. Pete. That blood bathtub, that marble Bro. bathtub. If I see my girl with any yeah, photo, with, with anything that looks like it might be Drake Crib, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> so, black bathtub, marble, it's, it's... Yeah. Uh, and the plane, have you seen his plane? <laughs> okay, bam! That's Nathan by the How you doing, bro?
One of them was just beef. I have not eaten since 9 a.m. I need to eat. I've been drinking, so. Yeah, that's nice. That's the, that's the, that one's just regular shit. Yeah, yeah, the only yeah, thing I've had today is um, is two sandwiches. You want one, of, one of them was like a Sainsbury's meal deal. I'll split this with you. Hold on. I'm all right, man. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I have the chips, bro. I have the chips too. Yeah, I came out that film. I was excited, bro. Ran down the street, even like knocked the wrong door. Was it good? Yeah, the film was sick. It might be one of my favorite favorite superhero films of the last few years, man. I'm seeing seeing mad reviews, like really, really good reviews. I sat down, I sat down with a coconut water and a ham and cheese sandwich, right? You must want to shit yourself, bro. Man's a pork, man's a swine, and yeah. natural laxative. You know, you know me, bro. You know. Maybe me. I know our stuff as well. Yeah, you, you know me. Normally, I want to get out three times in them bitches, bro. I have my hands clawing the chair. <laughs> <laughs> man said, man said, pork and coconut water. Mm. Mm. From the Lake Minnetonga. <laughs> 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 Purest oh, of wars. Nah, it's good, it's good. I, like, it's a type of film that I like called Trauma. So it's these like kind of fucked up, kind of gory, low budget films, but mm. it's one of those with a high budget. So I'm just like, I'm just watching it. Pure people getting their heads off from the beginning, people just getting torn in half. Okay. I'm just sitting there. Spoilers. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, sorry, man. No, it, 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 spoilers, it's two hours of people getting getting ripped asunder. That's good stuff, man. Do you know what kind of film I'm. I'm like, I hate to admit it, but, like, I'm addicted to watching these films. So, you know, these really, like, shit idea, low budget. Well, actually, they put some money into it, but it's just laughable, the whole premise of the film. So, like, like you, you're at a Sharknado, right? Yeah. Oh, but there's, my there's God. a bagger. There's a bagger. Really? really? So there's, like, lava, lava, lantula. So, it's, like, <laughs> tarantulas that spit lava so, are falling from the sky. So, that's kind of, like, what trauma is, like, do you know, um... I don't know if what is it tra- trauma trauma like t-r-o-m-a i don't know if oh, you right, remember okay. do you remember toxic crusader or toxic avenger and when no. we were kids it was like this cartoon no, no. i think mm, it was like Swamp i remember Tim, the tick and crimson chin yeah so so that trauma it's, it's just like known for being like exactly what you say like them sharknado films but it'll be like really gory really gory like versions of those like yeah like people just getting ripped in half and i was just like i, was I know by another like, name but i can't think of it like so when when you're calling it from i think like, yeah, i need to remember what the name of it but it's referred to something else as well that Nollywood. About. Nollywood. <laughs> oh they stay away from the gore though all right, yeah, what's, 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 what's everyone's guilty pleasure let's let's go with film wise film wise film wise come on oh fuck what's my guilty pleasure Ghost. I like, I like, what? I like mm, ghosts. Ghost. You like ghosts? I, like, I feel sick. Explain, yeah, explain, explain, explain to the matter. Explain, I, I don't know what it is, man. It was like, I think it was one of the things. It's the pottery scene, isn't it? Huh? It's the pottery scene, isn't it? Oh, of course, man. I wanted to get my romance on that four years old, man. Now, I do it. You know what it is? It's just, it's, it's got that right about a cheesy and, and like, and crazy violence. Right, we'll, you don't we'll like that you know the films you used to like your your mom your mom would leave the VHS and she might fall asleep and nap, you just nab one of them bitches and run downstairs and watch it. 
it was that house party, but Ghost is like, yeah, like them, them ones there, man. House parties. I've actually got it on my TV. I've actually got it on my USB stick. House parties. Sick. Be pleasure, film. I know. Mm-hmm. My, I know what mine is. Three men and a little baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three men and a little baby. I was gonna say a fish called Wonder, but I thought I was gonna what? a bit too left field. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Oh so man, what what guy in the late? Where he's beating a he's beating a mermaid. <laughs> Big Tom Hanks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What about high spirits? They got the same chick, but someone ends up beating a ghost. Oh my god. That's what, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you know what? Name, hey, name, name search bar must be a madness. <laughs> like, do not want to know, bro. Name, not name want to search know. bar must be a madness. I can't, I can't think of a crazy film that I've watched that's like a guilty pleasure. You tell us, I will tell you if it's mad or not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys one. Twins. That is a big film. That's a classic. That is a big yeah, film. Yeah. I would even film. put that in the category of like guilty pleasure. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great film. That's a film straight. Guilty pleasures, like you say, and everybody's eyebrow raises, man. I don't think twins is that. Would you guys twins? class uh, Flubber as Nah, uh, man? Robin Williams, R.I.P. Yeah, Disney. Um, no, it's not even. Yeah, it's Disney. It is Disney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a, a guilty film. pleasure. It's not guilty pleasure because it was good for what it was, for who it's intended for. Yeah, I suppose. Like, yeah. Free Man, Little Baby, is for adults, mm. but it's a madness. Yeah. What one woman and three fathers. And they're all on it. They're and, all, and they're all stage, on it. They're all, they're all on it at one stage. Madness. It's mad. It's mad. Do you think it's just another way of saying the film you're embarrassed to make you like? Hang on. Hang on. I'm really struggling. Mm. Because I'm mad particular with what I watch when it comes yeah, to films. Like, that's two hours of my life that I'm not going to get back. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, seriously. Right. What, no. Was the last, what was the last film you watched that you thought... Oh yeah, I can't really watch this with everybody. Like, there's certain man. Shaun of the Dead. No, nah, that's not a pleasure. That's kind of funny. That's some shit. Oh no. Okay, we need to we need we need to unpack this. Fucking shit. We need to unpack this. Go on. Unpack what? It's very satirical. Bro, that film is not. It's just not. It's just. It's just dumb, man. Like. I feel like. It's like, proper, proper dumb. Sorry, like I watched it because what I'm doing is essentially I'm trying to watch like two films a week. But, but I'm using like the sky to guide me with what they think is like their must-see films mm-hmm. and like those films I haven't seen. So like, I watched The Eyes of March the other day with Ryan Gosling and George Clooney. I'm messing up. It's alright. But Sean and Deb was on there for ages. I was like, let me watch it, let me watch it, let me watch it. And I watched it and I was like, yeah, this film is, this film is shit. And I was there, I, I was trying to fight the sleep and I was like, yeah, I, I can't. So yeah, that's uh, that's the worst film I think I've seen this year. But that's yeah. not a guilty pleasure, though. You no, do. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that what's the worst film because I can't. I don't really watch films guilty pleasure. Like, I have to really. I, I really like a film, and I'll say it with chest. For me, it was Tenet. Tenet. I need to. I need to watch that again because it didn't make any sense. I've not seen it. Yet. All I've heard is people <laughs> saying this about that film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no one has said it was safe for it. I've I've only heard that review from like Inception. I'm gonna butt the People trend. I have to watch it three, four times before. I'm, I'm gonna butt the trend. Ooh. I enjoyed Tenet. I've watched it three times though. So, so yeah, yeah, you've watched why. it three times. And you that's the reason why. Pulling it out. Yeah, that's the reason why. Because it makes sense. I, I watched it once and I knew what it like. I, I worked out what it's about and it pissed me off. And I just couldn't watch the film. The whole point of the film is it's a palindrome. So it's, it's, explain no, to the masses what that is. 
Me and Zulu don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> man, try, man, try blame it on the man. Try thinking about the masses, you know. Uh, so a palindrome is something that can be read um, either direction, so whether it's front or back. So the word tenet itself is a palindrome. Mm-hmm. There's various clues throughout the film. That's why I'm trying to get spoilers if you're putting this out for people. No, you're fine. like, I wanted to watch this film. You can try and spoil it, but it still won't get. No, but you know what I think? I think get to a point where. <clears throat> the film's been out so long, it's not a spoiler anymore. And by the time this episode comes out, it's probably... You know what I'm saying? Like, like, right, the film's been out like four years. Oh, I was going to watch it next week. Big man, you've had... <laughs> big man. You've had... I've had two, ample opportunity you, to... You've had, <clears throat> you've had 208 weeks to watch it. And I, at this point, <laughs> you're only watching it because we spoiled yeah, it for you. Right? Exactly. You yeah. just want to watch it to see if we spoiled it. No, it's just the, the whole the whole film like is, is about time inversion and on both sides... If you watch it, if you watch it from the future side or the past side, yeah. it both starts and ends at the same sense. point, which is the opera house. The whole film is just him, like just blowing smoke up his own ass, saying, "I'm making something really, really, you know, grandiose here." And I just watched this, I was like, "You fucking prick!" This is like two and a half hours of my life. I'll tell you one thing, though. Do you like yeah. him as actor, though? Do you like him as actor? Who? Um, Denzel Washington's son. He's okay. Yeah, he, he ain't Denzel. I liked him in Black Klansman. Yeah. Yes. That, mm. But that film in gen- that film as a whole is a very mm. good film. Very good film. Very good film. Just to go back to the point, remember I was saying about movie soundtracks? Mm-hmm. Tenet movie soundtrack is dope. Is it good, yeah? Mm. Who produced that one? Is it like one the name all-round name. composer? Was it, or is it, was just... it Zombie? Well, no, Junkie, remember. wasn't it? I can't it remember. Junkie XL or something like that. All right. That so, is the best, really the best thing that came from that movie was the soundtrack. Okay. All right, hold on. We're talking about guilty pleasures, yeah? Who watches Love Island? Not me. What's that? Not me. I'm forced to. Not me. Nah, I uh, shut up. Shut up, brother, about your forced to. No, you're not forced to. <laughs> you're not forced to do anything. No, you know what's mad? You could do an hour of hit, you could go read a book. You know what's mad? You could take a bath with some, with some bath salts. You could do this, skincare. This brother, remember, Ber- Bermondsey Lou is forced to do something impossible. Nah, you're lying, bro. You watch Love Island, bro. Okay, you know what happened? Oh, okay. Here we go. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me just position myself to receive these lies. Carry on. So, I'm going to ask the, um, the eternal question of, do you think this girl's nice? No. I don't watch it, brother. I don't know who you're talking about. So, there was one, there was one girl, I forgot her name. Rachel? I don't know. But I was asked, is this girl nice? So I sat down and thought, all right, oh, let me sorry. see. Context is if your missus asks you if this girl is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, the miss, okay. the so miss, we've all been in that situation. <laughs> so so I, been I've been drinking. So the missus asks me, is this girl nice? I'm like, okay, let me sit down and see this girl. You've I already see her up. properly. You've already fucked up. You've already fucked up. Nah, okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem. We're, Five seasons later. <laughs> we're, we're comfortable. We're in a comfortable relationship. So I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, she's pretty, that's cool. And then I caught on to it with the drama. And then every now and then I'll ask the missus, what's going on? Because now I've watched an episode, I kind of need to know what's happened with certain people. So you got, you, got lightly, you got lightly invested. Lightly invested. But I will. You got a couple, couple Bitcoin in the, in, in the game. <laughs> Trying to find out. You won't be catching me in the next season, though. But there is one thing that's happened where, and we, we, we can lead off from this, where one of the mandem broke the man code. Mm-hmm. 
and snake the guys. So there was one guy Explain that... Explain the context. Cause... So the guy was dating one girl. Right. He dumped her. And then another guy chose the same girl to save her from being kicked out of the show. And he said in his reason was that you shouldn't be treated like this and it's blah, blah, blah in front of everybody. Oh, and right. it was the snakiest of snakes. And apparently no one likes this guy called Hugo. So the guy I'm talking about is called Hugo and everyone hates him. No one really wants... Every, any girl that's dating him, they're dating him out of pity. Oh, but, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. But... Why? Yeah. Why? Because they want to stay on the, they want to stay in the game show. Oh, Apparently, see, you need to, you, you need to be in a couple to carry on, right? Right. But it was the whole snake... Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Are there odd numbers of people in there? There can be, and an odd person gets kicked out. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So is there... If they're always evens, then yeah. how can anyone get kicked out? So is there always an odd number? So, so they'll bring two people in. And then right. people can change their couples and whatnot. And then mm. just so it could be two new guys, it could be two new girls or whatever. What this, 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 this one is thing I will say yeah, go on. is in terms of how they spice it up and switch it up and everything, they throw some proper zingers in because this lineup of people who went in, I saw it because I was reading it on the news. Uh, Sims, Sims, whole... Sims, you sound like you watch it as well. No, no, I, I, I'm going to admit, I've watched it, right? And I've seen, um, it was more the episode where there was someone from Newcastle who I know. Then oh, it was yeah, like, yeah. that's why I'm watching it. You told me about it. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, but then on this one, it was like, everyone they brought in was like, yeah, these these are some winners, like some 15 out of 10s, you know what I mean? Some proper, as compared to the first cast where it was like, all right. So obviously in terms of what people find attractive, all this, because that's what it's all about. Mix it up. Put these people in, see how they're going to shake it up. But I, to this day, stand by my words when I say this. All these new shows coming out ain't never going to have a patch on The Big Brother where Nasty Nick was in that bitch. <laughs> oh, the first Nick. one. The first the one. Country, first the whole one. country the hated one. that man at the same time. What did he do? I've never seen He didn't even like do it. anything. He didn't even do anything. He right? wrote in a notepad, bro. By today's standards, <laughs> he didn't do nothing. But was, back then, he wrote when in a we notepad, everyone was like, oh, he's plotting. And I was like, wow. Like, all he did was write in a notepad. And they ran and with that like, narrative like, say, man started fucking World War II, you know? Like he was Hitler reincarnated. Bro, they ran I was hooked on that. When that was on, we none like, of these what? new we shows can like, have me hooked like that. I was like, just what, like... 11, 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 11, brand 12? Yeah. Like, this was early 2000s. Blood I'm like, nasty Nick. I wonder what he's doing in life now if he's still being nasty. Like, they made us believe he's probably the nicest guy. But they were Hello? like... They, they even it's played so the... The, the music when he came on, you know, the, the kind of like the, 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 the deeper notes on the keyboard. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, uh, took my for E that, blood. Them days. But now you've got. What else? Other than Love Island, what else is there? Like, there's motherfuckers on Love Island talking about nigga this, nigga that. You hang don't get on. that N word pass. Ash, Yo. you watch Love Island? No, I never. Okay, never. you. No, no, I'm just asking right, if you do. Threw, I just threw you all the way under the bus like that. I can't stand it. A series of buses, man, just said. No, ah! let, no, let me explain it to you. Now, the bus is at the other stop. Don't worry. I'll. I'll, no, I'll no, no, no. Okay. Like, Love Island is not something I watch. I don't entertain it. I can't stand it's it. fucking terrible. Like, I put on, like, polls on my story. Whenever someone talks about it, I. Because I, this is my issue, yeah? This is my issue. And I look at it from not just a general perspective, I'd look at it from, like, the kind of the black community, right? Like, People will get really worked up and amped up saying, oh my gosh, look what they're doing to the black person, this and that. I'm like, this isn't art, this isn't your game. 
Like it's set up to not actually be set up for you. But you guys want to invest your entire time to do this. And every time you watch it, you lose brain cells. Why am I going to lose brain cells watching this shit program? Mm -hmm. I would literally rather stand in the wall on punishment than watch that program. It's shit, man. On that point, I made black community piping up about the treatment of a certain person on TV. Let me ask you this. Half the people watching it. Have you gone to champion your auntie who's getting bullied in her workplace? For the same reason. But now all of a sudden, all right, this person on TV, ooh, this is us. Like, come on. Who you've never met, who you don't know, who still want to be making lots of money off of this show. Get me, who know what they're they're signing up for, all of this stuff. But get me, auntie's getting mad mad microaggressions about like how she's bringing fish in and how it smells. (laughs) And your office sticking out the place. She's getting stressed. You can't use the microwave, right? They have to evacuate the whole building for two oh, hours. Here comes, here comes, but here we go. Here comes, about... here comes Salabi with a with a jell-off rice. Yeah. <laughs> Always sticking out the microwave. Yeah. God damn it, can't blood. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But now these times, you're not ready to ride or die for auntie. Oh, no, yeah, and she came to this country raw. Yeah. With no, with no nothing. And, and she made a way to you about yeah. her heartache, about what goes on at work. And you're saying just ignore you it. Got you're saying report to HR. But don't get me wrong, like, trash TV is important, right? Because I used to watch Take Me Out. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I used to watch Take Me Out. To I me, still watch Take Me Out. It was a little bit fun. It's a little bit more like lighthearted. Daytime. What was that Saturday night? No, Saturday Day. evening. Take Me Out. See, right, so for a good... Up, up, up until the pandemic, for a good six years, Friday night TV, Saturday night TV, myth to me. Yeah, because you're out. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah. yeah. So when everyone's talking about Saturday night, like, what was it? The Ant and Dick joint. Oh, Saturday Night Takeaway. That, that's one. Um, what's the Britain's Got Talent? Yeah. All of these shows, I'm like, I don't know about they that. Don't mean they don't mean anything huh? to me. Same, but you know, I know I'm out. If <laughs> <laughs> I just switch the channel, boy, I said, nah, <laughs> this ain't for me. But it's different though, because I, I feel like you're a, a real movie guy. Mm. Possibly documentaries as well. I'm more of a video game guy. Oh, maybe Maybe's a video game guy and a YouTube troll guy. As in, like, (laughs) he loves watching, like, you know, you know, like, you know, like, um, like, what's the video with the two guys? The the one that looks like Fabulous, and then there's another guy with dreadlocks. Oh, um, Aberrant Preach. Yeah, them men are fucking hilarious. hilarious. And what's the guy? Um, what's it? Pay money, Wubby. Oh yeah. (laughs) That guy is hilarious, bruv. He just like, you know the man that they just see videos or see stuff online and they break it down and they just absolutely right. murder it. And what's the one with the, um, where the guy just narrates on like movies, like old school black? Oh, Prim. Prim. Prim's, Prim's Hood Cinema. Blood. Wow. They just take like classic black cinema <laughs> and he just breaks it down to his purest form and it's just so Seriously. fucking funny. Yeah, Like he does one on Friday and shit. Well, this is what I was going to ask. I was going to ask that. Like, what's your favourite black film? Oh, that's a difficult. I'm gonna all right, house party. Okay. I'm gonna say coming to America. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent the first one. That goes without saying. It can't yeah. be the, the, se- I, the second the second one. one. <laughs> I didn't the second finish. one. I didn't finish the second one. Blood. Blood. I'm so excited for that as well. All right. For, for, the, for the culture. We're not gonna give the second one a platform. Yeah, yeah. No, we won't at all. We won't at all. Like, for the for the for the culture. Bad boys. Uh <laughs> I tell you the reason why I literally grew up like Nate's angry. Right, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Was The first one. No, Jojo, no, Jojo, cracking up right now. If you the, yeah, the, the, fir- first the first one. one the, the first, first one. one's cold. What do you think of the second one? Awful. Okay. 
And so is the third one. And so is the third yeah, one. Yeah, the third one. The yeah. third one. No, 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 no. I'm, talking, I'm literally talking about the first one where they're young and they do it's proper yeah. funny. Watch where you swing in deadly. So through bubblicious and some skittles. <laughs> like that to me is like it was so funny. It was great. The timing. Everything after that felt forced. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, and I'm right, not a big right. I'm not a big fan of sequels. I feel that like sometimes sometimes when a, when a film's so good, just stop it. Bring another idea. Yeah. Thank you. These two, three, four sequels is 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 for the wife. Only for the wife. Only a few films do sequels properly. Mm. Name one. Films. Back to the Future. Die Hard. Aliens. Terminator Two. Yeah. Terminator. Yeah, that's true. The Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. Go. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, but is if you notice with them sequels, there's a lot of time gap between mm. them. Mm. And what what sequels are you talking about? The good ones? Yeah, the good ones. Man. Do you think, though? I feel like a lot of these films came out within three years. Yeah. Sometimes even two. Like, they, they got hot and they just said, right, let's bang out another you one. You know what I think happens? I think sometimes... So uh, it's relevant in that era of cinema. I feel like this is what happens. Hey. Sometimes a, a film happens, it's so big, they feel forced to do a sequel. Whereas sometimes, that means Dark Knight, we knew there was going to be three parts to it. So because actually, it was, told, yeah. it was written as a three-parter. Back That's to the like Future um, was written as Lord a three-parter. Lord of the Rings was Rings written as a three-parter. You knew there was going to be parts to it. There's so many, like, even The Godfather was written as a three-parter. Yeah, now, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of The Godfather 3. I think two's all right for the first hour, mm -hmm. but and one's a great film, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like, let's look at like Scarface. They could never do Scarface part two. Nah. nah. They well, couldn't well, have done first that. First of all, man, man was dead. No, but what I'm saying is that... did a sequel as a game, though. But then that's no, different. Man, man that's lifted different. out the Coke Mountain and then you went on a whole GTA trip for 20 hours. What is this? What is this game? But you know how they do these sequels? Like, even though he was dead broke, easily they could have been like, oh, here's his illegitimate unknown daughter yeah. who's now yeah, yeah, she's Wait, hold on. Isn't that the whole oh, whatever premise timed? Yeah. That's Creed. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. know how to carry on Rocky because Rocky can't get in the ring for a seventh time. My man's <laughs> seven years old. But you know <laughs> what? Brain damage. But you gotta wheel him to the ring. <laughs> but that's a parallel. No way to the ring. It's a but Creed did well though. Creed's a bad boyfriend because. Yeah. But that's a that's a sequel. Is that a sequel though? No, Creed two was a good sequel. Yeah, yeah it was. Yes. Creed two was yeah. a good sequel, and to be fair, yeah. I think all the Rockies were good up until. Rocky Four was like, okay, this is the last time because that I like Ivan, Ivan Drago busted your head. Yeah. Then they came out Rocky Five. I said, come on. No, I like Rocky Four. Look, Rocky Four. No, been... Rocky Four's dope. Rocky Four's but dope. I was gonna say that was the last one. Rocky they done. Then they sprung okay. out Rocky Five, and I was like, nah, Tommy Gunn. Rocky Four. Rocky Four. It was the meme of me when he goes to Ru yeah. Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rocky he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. the thing. But after that, yeah. after that, the way yeah. he got batted up in that film. I was yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. can't do a sequel after yeah, this. Yeah, like, there's up. no way we're gonna he believe. Got up. Yeah, you got moved differently. The fact that he won, I was like, mm. but Rocky Five was him trying to pass on the baton, but it's just such a bad film. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Mm. If it's not Rocky, then do the mm. spin-off. Yeah, they should have done a spin-off from Rocky after Rocky Four. Rocky Five and Six should never have happened. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because the whole thing of Rocky Five is him trying to train um, Tommy Tom, Gunn. Yeah, Tommy Gunn. He turns mm. to him, he's like. And he fights that fucking Don King. Yeah, 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 yeah. The car park, and I was like, I'm watching a brain, a brain damaged guy beat up some defenseless black. What is this? I'm not sure who's the who's the hero here. Who's the villain? Like they're both fucking the villain. All right, what's the one film 
that you could just keep watching over and over again and never get, like, get tired of it. Hold on. Before we go yeah. on to that one, I didn't get to answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, your bit first. Yeah, yeah. And I'm scared because I might get kicked out of this place. Okay. Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're mocking. No, nah, man, that's funny as hell. You're mocking. I think I've watched Norbit. I think I've watched Norbit like 20 times now. Norbit is by far the worst Eddie Murphy. It's You know what? Most of his memes are from Norbit, and there's a reason why. Because it's a film. Sim, you are a man of valor, a man of high standing, an inspirational figure. Everyone's allowed one. Yeah. That's fine. Everyone's allowed one. Yeah, I'm just glad it's not raining outside, so... Get yeah, the everyone, outside everyone's allowed one. All right, so let's start with you then. What's the one film that you can just keep watching over and over again, Sims? Um, Jurassic Park. Okay. That's a good shot. I, I don't know what it is about that. Because in all honesty, it's not like, um, again, Dark Knight. But I can't put my finger on it in terms of like, it's it's... The technology that was available to them, like what these graphics look like, but that doesn't faze me. Mm. I will watch Jurassic Park mm. anytime it comes on TV. I'll give it time, mm. or I'll go on Netflix if it's up there, yeah. like of my own accord. So it's yeah. weird, but like yeah. I read Jurassic Park because it actually isn't a shit film, mm. and the graphics aren't that bad mm. for the time. They're not that bad. No, for the time, they're superb. But yeah. in these times, you'd think that all the other shit you've seen would make you be like. You know what I mean? But then even Look Jurassic, with the side Jurassic, eye, even but. like Jurassic World, the, the the graphics aren't that much better. And yeah. this is what twenty five years later. Well, it's because mm. they use animatronics in. There Jurassic. you go. That's the yeah, way. Because they're using yeah. CG, so it just looks. It's gonna look more dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Still. Fucking puppets in the original. What's mm-hmm. your What's your one that you would watch over and over again? I think it's probably Dark Knight. You know. Yeah. Like I've watched that film so many times. And there's like older films that I can watch back in the day, like over and over again. But if I think yeah. like of contemporary films, I remember when I first saw that film, I was like, five of us went to the cinema. And you know, normally like you have a little conversation, and I'm like, ah, we literally sat in silence. Like, at, at the end, it was just like, so when we seeing that again, like it's cold. And obviously, like, the legacy and the legend of like Heath Ledger passing yeah, away, oh like yeah, that yeah. kind of that kind of like stokes it up. But then when yeah, you actually yeah, look yeah. at the performance and stuff like that, like, like it's we'll just, never get another Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. There we go. And it's just I love I love the trilogy. Like I, I love the trilogy so yeah. much. Like yeah. I had the like the box sets, the blue, everything that's there. Like that for me is just such good films. And I feel like with Batman, it's been rejigged so many times. Yeah. But that to me is the apex of what Batman ever achieved. And I'll definitely say the Dark Knight for me. Mm. What's your one, dude? Starship Troopers. I've never seen that. It's such a Did I not say these two man are busy? No, there's no serious. I'm gonna have to change my answer now, but it was gonna be Starship Troopers. They literally are the same. Nah, you two go book a date and go watch Starship Troopers. Nah, nah. Bring some trail mix as well. You know what? I'm peppermint tea. You see this film? Enjoy. Live life. Age like fine wine, and I'm talking about yeah. how poignant it is in today's mm. society. Mm. Whereby, when it was made, people didn't realize the satire around the the Western war machine. Let's just call it about the war economy, uh-huh. mm. and how media, you know, 
um, runs things in this country. You see where I'm coming from? So, yeah, Starship Troopers, you watch it, you realise the subtle hints and how it, you know, glam glamorises war, which is mm -hmm. today, but it's so in your face with the Nazi-style costumes okay. and everything. Fair enough. Even classic. I've even never even seen it, but that sounds like... That mm. sounds like a even deep even the way it's aged well as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, it sounds like it. Yeah. Even the way the, the heroes are framed in that film, and it quotes, bro, this is not a video thing, I don't know. <laughs> even the way the heroes are framed in that film is like uh, propaganda style. In terms mm. of the final battle, none of them do shit. Yes. But because they're good looking... Right, and good mm. like facial, like like kind of like props. They got the jaw. Like, they got like yeah. The military, they're propped up as the heroes, and like the people that died on, on like shown or anything like that. It doesn't right, show you okay. the real horror. Right, like, okay. It's set in a kind of world where these two are separated like birth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The crazy thing is like that. Is, like what that and Robocop are probably the two. Good the film. Two Robocop films, is both by the same, both by the same director. So if you like, okay. Robocop's kind of satirical. Yeah, that's yeah. a good film. Yeah, OCP yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the same kind of thing, but he's taking aim at the military now. So yeah. I think my film that I could watch over and over again kind of is a subtle, like it's a second place to my guilty pleasure. Ghostbusters 2. I'm going to give you that. You love Ghostbusters. I'm going to give you that. You love Fucking Ghostbusters. Fucking loved it. The first time I ever seen it, I said, "This is a sick film." This brother has always. I, I want to hear your uh, opinion about the reboot. What were the girls? Yeah, it's good for what it is. I took it for exactly what it was. I just disconnected it from the original premise. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just said, you know what? This is what twenty. No, twenty. No, it's about thirty years later. Because okay. the, the original Ghostbusters came out before I was like eighty four. Yeah, and yeah, the, eight, yeah. the the Ghostbusters two must have come out eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah. So, like, this one is, like, a good generation away. So, I'm like, that is a film in its own right. I'm not going to compare it because you can't... How can you compare it to fucking Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, how? how? Like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? How can you compare it? Like, so I'm just like, it is what it is. But Ghostbusters 2 for me... Ghostbusters 1 is sick. Love that film, mm -hmm. right? But Ghostbusters 2 had a bit more... Comedy. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. It had a bit more comedy, and because of when I watched it when I was younger, it had a bit more slapstick. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So because I was like, what, eight, nine, ten when I was first watching it, I'm like, this is this is exactly what an eight, nine, and ten year old would want to see in a sci-fi. Yeah. It's slapstick, it's banter, like I just loved it. And to this day, because it's in my brain as that, I will never see it any other mm. way. They they bruv, they patterned. Statue of Liberty through New York. That is wavy, cuz. Before we end, your opinion on the new trailer, which is actually a sequel of... The trailer? Yeah, so there's one by the... Um... Another one? Yeah. No, 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 but it's no, an no, actual sequel it's, it's, of one it's and actually, two. Yeah, it's, it's actually done by um, the original director's son. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh. you know what? Yep. Um, We're just blowing his mind. What's yeah, going on here? There's a, there's a new Ghostbusters film coming out, I want to say, December. Yeah. And it's based oh, on yeah, it's based on Egon Spencer's daughter or something like yeah. that. And she's Tone's like, excitement they go, they go, like, goes up. <laughs> oh, right. like, they, Every like, second oh, that Nathan speaks. <laughs> 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 he's proper chipping. He's like, he's oh, like what, 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 you the trailer. This is the first time in it. This like, is a new like, You see, you see, you see those thoughts you had about the film before, like, like yeah. you watch it and you're like, you have It's to got an air of nostalgia. 
Like you have to disconnect that the female Ghostbusters film from from the original. The original. They're forgetting about it. Yeah, but this film direct directly connected and like I was watching a preview of right, it because okay. as you said I went down the YouTube hole. I saw the trailer. I was like I gotta know who the fuck behind this man. So I okay. went into it and he was breaking down like all these shots and everything he did. Like you see him break down the trailer. And I was like. Yo, this brother knows what he's talking about. Found out it was the son of the original director. I'm like, okay, there and you it's go. got the original man coming back as well, like cameos. It's a past yeah. in the torch film, so it's. Oh right, I'm with Daya. Yeah. With Daya. Go. It looks good. Okay, cool. I'm Stay cautiously nice. optimistic, and you know what? That's not some. That's not a term I throw around. Yeah, nah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. In right. terms of uh, trailers on on YouTube, especially, I was watching something, and then this. Uh, the the story of um, Venus and Serena's dad. Yo, yeah. that looks oh, sick. Yeah. That, that looks sick. Yeah. The, the way they put together this trailer, I was like, it's that very rare a trailer so gets me like fucking out. That looks but so what sick. What I saw there, I was just like, goosebumps. Nah, I need to see this. Like, yeah, this 100%. Is, like, 100%. this is going to be like flipping. Yeah. I want to see the story of them, you know, him playing tennis in, in the Bronx, in like, you know, in the, yeah. in the city. I want to see all of that, bro. That's going to be a wicked kind right. of like origin story. So so on this... Oh, yeah, I'm, imagine an origin story of real people. Yeah. Nah, that's it. Wait. On this, because obviously Will Smith's in it, right? Yeah. 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 He so I think you know I'm going to go with this, right? Mm. There's been a lot of drab films from Will Smith recently. Oh, How much does he need this to be a great performance? I don't think... I think he's... I think he's going to... I think he's acting his ass off on this one. I've seen the trailer. It looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah. In what terms is, of like... Even in terms of... This is this is um, pursuit of uh, happiness, Will Smith. Oh, it's okay. that raw passion. When I saw this, it's like Men in Black. I was listening to it and I didn't see the visual and I didn't even realize it was Will Smith there. Like, but then when I realized what it was, I'd hoped that they they didn't put Will Smith. There were so <laughs> many other people I would have put there first. Yeah. But now I'm like, all right, cool, Will Smith. The last thing I remember him for was that that film that like flipping they took to Japan first. Like this flipping. Oh, the one where the, the next trick to Netflix it, one. He done horribly, man. Oh, like, what was, was that tune called? Terrible. Like, the one with the, the aliens live amongst them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bright, or... bright. Yeah, that's no, the no, one. no, no, not bright. There was another one where he's like in some like superhero costume. Oh, oh Hancock. No, 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 not no, Hancock. Hancock. After this, more recent than that. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know yeah. Anyway, he was bombed so bad that like he's been struggling for for a few films now, like. And Nothing's then, really sat, and the joke is he's such a talented actor. Oh, yeah. But then, to be fair, look at when you look at like what's been going home in his home life and the person like I was just about to say and the rigmarole. Jada is a like, pussy, old bro. <laughs> Jada's a dickhead. Take that! I'll flip that whole red table, you know. The whole red table can flip. Her, her mum. I'll flip my own daughter, bro. I swear to God, getting involved, my move. That Jada's a pagan, cause after yeah, set off, it was, she was all problems. Imagine, yeah, no, but real talk. Imagine. Your own daughter is writing a letter to a man who died because your mom gassed him so much. Yeah. Couldn't be me, though. Unbelievable scenes. <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> scenes. I'm trying to think who else could be cast in that role of, like, Venus and Serena's dad. Elba. Who? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know why. No, but straight away, I went Forrest Whitaker. No, I don't know. There's been nah, so many stories by him where I've been like, "Yo, this this is my actor, actor." Actually, I mean, actually, no. He'll have to be younger in it. 
You'd have to be younger. You'd have to be younger. There's two polos that I would go with that just just as a like a, like a comedy like or a satirical version. On one hand, we have Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> and on the other hand, we have Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Even one of those just had like a B-side film. Yeah. <laughs> this is the remix. I would just be like, <laughs> this is can imagine Samuel <laughs> saying to Venus. Miss again, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we rate? Do we like? Do we rate Samuel? I do. I do. Minus, I rate him as an actor, but he really went down, in my opinion, when he made a comment about the black British actors. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Still. What did he say? Again? That's true. Still. Like they're coming over here news, and like not like taking the jobs of American actors and all of that. Kind like, of there's stuff, not even right? many British actors for yeah. him to be taking. No, no, jobs. there actually is. They're actually, no, but I mean, like, there's not many that are actually doing it. Like, because you can think, what, Idris Elba, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, who's my man from? Um, oh wow. Nah, um, flipping. Oh, what's his name? Damson. The Damson Idris. Um, yeah. Who else is there? Um, but then you, what you also factor in is you got to factor in some of the whites that's coming over to like, for instance, like, like, yeah. like Dominic West. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, no, but yeah. you know what? Them three are taking all the jobs. Them no, two, they're, they're, they're not they're, taking... They're, 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 bloody actually, no, actually, you know how many scripts over, there are? Ashley Thomas is over there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying actually. is you can't name 10 that are out here cleaning up. Yeah, no, no, no. Daniel Kaluuya is ten, leading no, the race no, no. right now. But well, them nah. four... It just helps us over Daniel time Kalu has led the rest. But Dan, guy, um, Daniel Kaluuya... Oh DSS, we're winning! But them four... Them four... DSS is winning. Them four were taking all the top roles, though. They were taking the top four. Them four, at a time period, were taking the top roles. Yeah, but not enough for not, him to be that not, pissed off. Yeah, 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 I get it. I because get he's still it. getting get all of Tarantino's main roles. So it's like, what are you, yeah. compla- what are you complaining about? Yeah. I can understand if like a lesser known actor was making noise. Cool, we still wouldn't hear it. But for Samuel L. Jackson, for the, the career that he's had, for the flipping roles that he's currently getting, why are you mad? Yeah. You're, you know what I mean? Why are you mad? Tarantino alone. That'd be like that Denzel so coming out and saying, money. "Oh, I don't like this." Bro, your your career. And then having said that, we spoke. Remember, we spoke about Ooh. Denzel's son. He's getting big roles as exactly. well. So actually, his point doesn't stand up. Exactly. His but um, it's one up. of them ones. But to be honest, I'm gonna order the Uber now. So cool. Actually, you know what? There is many more. More Americans uh, or British or black actors. Chiwilta. Jeff Four. What's oh, his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he What's his name from um what's the no, brother that What's the brother that yeah, Boyega. Boyega. Yeah. Yeah, 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 You know what actually there's there there is a of them, but there are less than twenty-five that you can name off the top of your head. Okay, I'll give you that's that. my point. I'll give and you from that. this Hollywood's massive, you know. No, but I mean, and going back into it as well, like it's what TV, about? it's films as well. When you think about all the stuff that's happening in all the different states and all the different networks, well, bro, there's 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 a big cake. There's a big cake. Um, the one that had that series. Re- oh. So he's like Trinidadian, might be Trinidadian. Lenny James. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about, yeah, yeah. No, but actually, bring up a good point. We don't know how many of those are pretending to be American. Is that enough order? Yeah, I've got Okay. Yeah. So. No, I, listen. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, listen, I, I get it, and I think. It's great to see that black British, like black British people are going over there and making such a stamp, like. But like we said earlier on, it's still it's still the American game in it, like. So you're gonna have those guys as the stakeholders who are, like the gatekeepers who are gonna want to keep it as American as they want to. But like I said, like sometimes talent is undeniable, isn't it? So 
when these guys are going over there and doing doing a damn thing, they become undeniable. Like Daniel Kaluuya, seriously, I, I met him. He done a talk, and it was one of the most inspiring talks I've, I've ever met. But what I what I've ever seen, sorry. But what I liked about it more than anything is when someone asks the question, he asks for their name, and he directs the question back using their name. So it almost felt like it was a personal conversation. So he'd be like, ah, mm. oh, so about Sims, what's your question? Well, actually, Sims, that's a great question. And the reason why that's a great question, Sims, is because this, this, this. And actually, sit, like, he literally made it feel like it was just you and him in the room. Yeah. And I was like, nah, you are elite because what you've done is you've given all those people that's asked questions an experience that they'll never be able to have. Yeah. Never, speaks, ever be able to have. It speaks, you know, in volumes about the British film industry as mm. well, where a lot of the film was actually done, it's, doing, it's been done in London as well and mm. in British as well. So if you're over here, like look at Games of Thrones. A lot of the actors there are British. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna end on a question then. Go on. You can only watch one of these shows again for the rest of your life. Go on. The wire or Game of Thrones? It's the wire. The wire. The wire, the wire. The ending okay. of Game of Thrones killed it for me. The beginning of Game of Thrones killed it. <laughs> All right, cool. Because I know a lot of people, a lot of people that would say that the end of The Wire isn't great. Season five is awful. Really, really bad. But some people said that Game of Thrones is the greatest TV wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. Season five is awful? If The Wire is. What season was the Docs one? Two. Yeah. That was the worst season. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Watch it again. Season five is the worst. Ooh, season five is the worst season. What when what what I don't want to give it away. When uh, the newspaper guy is there, I'm not know he's moving like a madman. Yeah, but that, that the whole point of that is to show his hubris, isn't it? It's yeah. Like a... yes. No, one hundred percent. But that is is so bad. Obviously, that like, listen. Whenever you got to wrap up, you got to wrap up, right? Yeah. It's really difficult. And what I say to everyone is this: the doc season. Is so integral because remember oh, is, we meet Prop is. Joe, we yeah. meet like Cheese. There's so many people that we meet that is so important that we've met them. So I'm I'm a big advocate of this of season two. I'm one of the few people that actually that like, rise for season two. I think season two is I think season two is very good. No, I, I think I think it's good as well. I think mm. a lot of people it's just because the pacing in the wire mm. glacial. Yeah, like, glacial mm. for like. A good eighty percent of that season, and then when it pays off, it's like pow, pow, pow. Mm. But yeah, you you gotta suffer through eight hours of like people doing dock work and like mm. just like slow building. You're like, where is this going? Yeah, and I'm talking about a series I was watching like what when I was like fourteen, fifteen. So yeah. for me to for me to go through that at that age, <laughs> mm. you know. but that's what I say. That like, I say to everyone when you read that like, once you watch the wire all the way through and you go back to it and you watch season two, season two doesn't feel as bad. Season two is actually very, very important in what you call a foundational aspect of the, of, the, of the piece. Like, it's not, one had to be quite out there to get people hooked. Mm -hmm. Three had to then be a madness to bring people back in. But when you watch it a second time, you realise just how important two is to make sense of one, but also to set the scene for three, four, and five. I think two's really, really good. That's I think like, two's yeah, underrated. You know, I've never watched Star Wars. In hindsight, episode four makes sense. Yeah. But when you watch it, you're like, what the fuck is this? 100. But did it, did, it, did it start with episode four? Wasn't it yeah. four, five, six, yeah, one, yeah. two, three, oh, no, then so seven, eight, episode, nine? Is it five? No, which one's the one that we were talking about the other day? And you're like, and I was like, it's not that good. Of, no, it's not even the fucking old one. What is it? Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Rogue Amazing. One. 
Like, if I you watch it. it just as a standalone film, you're like, this is boring. But when you watch it as part of the whole Star Wars series, you're like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Without that, a lot of shit don't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify and weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.